From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I am a clinical psychologist, and my goal is to help you fight the ideas in your own soul that tell you you can't be happy, that the goal in your life is to sacrifice, to give up, to not enjoy the things that you personally choose, to do what others want of you, to be a martyr, to be a doormat. I want you to be able to identify those ideas. That is a lethal, lethal philosophy that guides that. There are many variations on a theme of the of that philosophy that tells you you don't own your own life and if you do anything for yourself you can fill in the blank you're selfish well what if that's not the case that you're a brute that you're running roughshod over other people that you're out to hurt them you just want to enjoy your life and not hurt anybody else and not step on anyone else if you want to recapture the view that you may have had as a kid or maybe as a teenager that, oh my gosh, I have such wonderful ambitions for myself. And to be able to do that with moral certainty that it's proper for you to lead your own life, then you can go to my website, drkenner.com. You can listen to the show. You can ask me questions. Uh, my website at drkenner.com. I have podcasts of former shows that you can listen to. You can also pick up a book that may sound shocking, absolutely shocking, especially in this culture, a book called The Virtue of Selfishness. And that may surprise you because selfishness is not what you think. Self-valuing, self-esteem, self-respect, that's what you want if you want to be happy. Many people are just confused. Their mind is battered. And I would love for you to be happy rationally without ever taking advantage of another person. And that's not what we typically think of as selfish. We typically think of selfish as the person that's the me only person. I'll get what I want. I'll do what I want. And I don't care about you. I can manipulate. I can defraud you. That's not the selfishness that Ayn Rand talks about. It's A-Y-N-R-A-N-D. You can look at my website, drkenner.com, or you can go to aynrandbookstore.com and pick up that book. Now, talking about loving your life, here is another recommendation I can give you. How would you like to learn to really genuinely love your own life? Not only that book, but there is another book uh, that's called Loving Life. And that book is, the author of that book is, is Craig Biddle. And we, later in this show, we will talk about actual methods that you can use to achieve your own happiness, not to have it happen by luck, by lottery, but where you can achieve your own happiness. Again, having that moral certainty that it is proper, it is moral to set goals for yourself and to pursue them. And it doesn't guarantee that there won't be setbacks. It'll help you manage setbacks better. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Again, I'm a clinical psychologist whom you can call with questions that you're having, problems with your kids, with your in-laws, with yourself, uh, maybe with co-workers, maybe problems. Um, 
just uh, dealing with the financial situation right now. Here is a question I received about romance. Uh, Dear Dr. Kenner, I thought I was over my ex-boyfriend, John, but that's not the case. I don't understand why he left me and the way in which he did it. He was crazy over me. Then his roommates kept bringing a girl over that was flirting with him. I asked them not to do it. Two days before our anniversary, he tells me that he doesn't like me anymore and that he can't live a lie and he's not ready for a relationship. He even tells me that I can be with whomever I want, whatever guy I want. He ignores my phone calls. I was crushed because I did so much for him. I invested so much in this relationship. I helped him with his low self-esteem and his weight issues. Weeks later, I saw him, John, at a party given by mutual friends. And he says, I can't stop thinking of you, Marissa. I can't get you off my mind. Two weeks later, he says, you know, I left you because I didn't like you. This is online. A month later, he called me to tell me that he now works near me as if he's reaching out to me. What's with this guy? Marissa, Marissa, it is exquisitely painful. Exquisite probably isn't the right adjective there. But it is deeply painful to have someone whom you trust, whom you love, whom you've chosen as a potential partner, a long-term partner, suddenly up and leave. And you don't have any reason why. Now, I'm assuming that's the case. I'm assuming that you guys weren't fighting every day or you don't have alcohol problems. I'm assuming that you were just sideswiped. You were hit out of the blue with a guy. You know, you think you, you think he loves you. You think you love him. You're ready to celebrate an anniversary. You're not married. I know that. You're dating. This was a longer email, so there was more detail in it. I needed to cut it uh, cut it back a bit. Um and suddenly he just up and leaves you. So how do you mentally manage that type of a situation? How do you internally manage what's going on within you? You have a three-letter word that's screaming at you. Why? Why did he do this? Now, why is that why so important? You're wanting closure. The why is important because you need to know that things are causal, that the world is causal, and that people's behavior is causal. It doesn't mean rational. He, he obviously acted irrationally. If he loved this other girl, he could have said, listen, I, this is very sad for me to tell you. There's a lot I like about you. We've had a really nice relationship, and I'm really attracted to Betty Sue. I would like to date her. Okay, painful, yes. You might be real angry with him that you invested so much time. Yes, but you will feel really good about uh, the fact that it makes sense. He's in love with another woman or whatever it is. He's attracted to another woman. But with all the, with just him abruptly leaving and going from hot to cold, loving you to suddenly not liking your character at all, leaves open a lot of questions. Can I trust other people? Will other people do this to me? Is this the norm in relationships if you're early on in the dating, uh, if you're still young? I, I'm assuming you are. You may not be. You know, will other men just leave me like this? Can I go through this type of pain again? Was it me? Was there something that he saw in me over the course of time that he disliked? Was I helping him too much? Or was I getting too close to his character? Maybe there were things in him that I, are, would be alarming and would make me not love him. And I, as the closer I got to him, the more afraid he was 
that I would discover these things, whether they were reality-based or not, doesn't matter. If he was afraid of it, he might have uh, jumped ship. So all of those questions need answers. You can ask his friends. If you've got mutual friends, ask, is he dating anybody else? What's up? Not because you want to get back to him, not because you're chasing him, because it does not sound like he's a good choice for your life. A man that acts this erratically is not good for your long-range happiness, especially one who doesn't explain himself when he could have. Uh, it sounds like you you want a good relationship. You have the capacity to be, to be supportive and loving. Maybe you want to pick someone with a little higher self-esteem that matches your own next time. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. You can give me a call toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. Toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. A romantic relationship should not be sacrificed on the altar of children. A note to a love columnist reported that five husbands among a circle of friends got divorced, all for the same reason. With each succeeding child, the husbands became increasingly less important to their wives until they felt totally abandoned. The husbands eventually turned to other women who treated them as important. The wives, ironically, had no idea why their marriages ended. One problem was obviously the breakdown in communication, but the core problem was that the husbands were no longer their wives' highest values. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.